Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Ole, and I'm not sure what topic he wanted me to cover, so I'm going to cover some of the messages that I've received over the last few months. So let me get to it, and remember that these aren't in any particular order, and most of these comments are taken from my comments section on my YouTube channel. This first comment comes from Resistance is Futile, spelled in a very weird way, and this is what he has to say. I can't imagine being in a relationship and being a MGTOW at the same time. It seems kind of counterintuitive, as well as defeating the purpose. If I were to determine that I wanted to be a MGTOW, I would likely end things as I couldn't imagine being in any sort of relationship with a woman, as a relationship, and especially a marriage with kids. It is the antithesis of MGTOW. One, and I mean only one of the main reasons why I and many other men are MGTOWs, is because of the overwhelming risk men face with regards to being in a relationship, especially if they are married, and even more so if they have kids. Marriage is like a loaded gun aimed at a man's head, and the wife's finger is on the trigger. It's only by the mercy of her good graces that she doesn't pull the trigger, and Lord knows more women than not decide to pull the trigger at some point. All it takes is a woman's justification for her to initiate a socially, societally, and legally sanctioned ruination of a man, and she gets all the benefits while he gets the shaft. Part of being a MGTOW is having the veil lifted from our eyes and fully understanding the nature and intent of women. We realize that women's love for us is conditional and illusionary, and most of the time, even when we start out with the best of intentions, there is just too much of a reward for them to throw their man under the bus. So I can understand that the most difficult situation a MGTOW man can face is if he realizes that he's a MGTOW and he realizes that he's in a relationship. And so what does he do then? Not a good situation. If he's lucky, he's not committed in any way or on the hook for anything so he can basically have a clean break. If he's married or worse, has kids, he's screwed. And I can see the conundrum. Does he take the chance of permanent social and financial ruin, or does he suck it up and try to live with it as best as he can? Also, if he's honest with the woman, I can't see that she's going to take kindly to his mode of thinking, because it doesn't shed a kind of light on her nature, and it indicates that he's not willing to pony up for her in the future, and she's not going to like that either. Unless she's committed equal resources to the relationship from the first date, including either going Dutch or paying equally for dates, from the get-go, and that trend has lasted for a long time. You can bet that she's counting on his resources, productivity, and if necessary, his disposability. In the end, my take is this, get out while you still can. Thanks for your comments, Resistance is Futile. I've been thinking about this issue for a while in the sense that even though I was in long-term relationships in my entire 20s and half of my 30s, I couldn't take the plunge of marriage and having children. Somewhere inside of me, I always made sure that I had a backup plan in case the relationship I was in turned sour and I had to leave in a hurry. My money was mine, and her money was hers, and I could spend my money on what I saw fit, and she could do the same. In the back of my head, I knew to keep my business holdings secret as well. All of my passwords to my dot-com business were locked up in a safe as well as cash in there. I think it's important for men to have their own money and women not to know about it. Men should also have a backup plan. My advice to married guys out there with kids is to make sure that you have such a bag or box full of money and resources, 
just in case your wife decides to divorce you out of the blue, and not to trust anyone about where you put it and what's in the box unless you trust that person entirely with your life. If you're a married guy in a relationship but without kids, then it's obviously easier to end the relationship immediately. But if you've got kids and now believe in the MGTOW lifestyle and what it stands for, then this will surely complicate things incredibly. You can always wait until your children are fully grown before getting a divorce. And you can start funneling money aside if you're smart enough to see that there might be a potential asset battle in the future. Or you can reduce the amount of time you work at your job to ensure that your wife and you basically split the assets along more equitable lines. You can work shorter hours or take a lower paying job and tell your wife that you have no choice because of the stress levels at your current work. And again, start putting money aside for when your kids leave and you seek out a divorce in the end. Women often use men as an exit strategy for leaving the marriage. And men don't always have the luxury to do so. So they often have to find or make their own way with regards to relationships and marriage and their ending. Anyways, getting to the next story, here it is, and it's by Matthew H., and this is what he has to say. I have little sympathy for lonely and desperate girls, because it's usually that type of girl that dates guys way out of their league and often end up getting hurt and bitter, usually because these types of guys ignore them or use them for sex. My sister's ex-boyfriend, who is also a buddy of mine, is a friend with many girls. He is a very compassionate and understanding person, and he's always willing to talk to his female friends for three or four hours on the phone if they are upset or need someone to talk to. One of them is a 23-year-old Asian girl who is 5'2 and fat and has a below-average face. She has very high standards, though, and only dates handsome white guys that are tall in the 6'0 to 6'4 tall range. And they have to be muscular, and they have to have abs and be lean. She goes to the clubs and easily meets men that match this description, and she gets many of these guys to sleep with her. The only problem she finds is that they only want to see her a few times, and then they disappear. She wants love and a relationship, but they just use her for some easy sex. She even went out with two hot guys recently, both white guys, and they each had sex with her on the second date, and she called both of them and asked them if they wanted to be her boyfriend, and they both said no. She was so upset, she called her sister's ex-boyfriend and was crying on the phone for hours. This has happened to her since high school, and she has had over 50 boyfriends at this point in her life. He told her about me and showed her some pictures of myself, but she says that I look short and that she wasn't interested in dating me, which is kind of hilarious because I'm 7 inches taller than her, and I'm better looking than her as well. She will have to lower her standards if she ever wants to settle down with a good guy for the long term. Of course, we always end up looking for the better deal in life. But women have such unrealistic standards and expectations now that it's not surprising that the divorce rate is so high. Most guys want a girl that is loyal and kind-hearted. And if she's just okay looking, but she's nice and sweet and a loving girl, then that will usually be enough. Girls, however, have been raised to be little divas and now demand so much more from men, while bringing little to the table themselves. Anyways, thanks for your comment, Matthew. Yes, women, even the unattractive ones now have an entitlement complex. They think they deserve the best man possible and aren't willing to settle for anything less. These types of women often turn into fixers. They basically try to find a man with many of the qualities they seek out, but they target men with low self-esteem, and then they try to change them into the man that they really want. Those are the selfish girls that try to play the game. The girl I was telling everyone about, called Sailor Spoon, 
often went after pilots and tried to do this as well. She sees her options running out in life now, and she wants to settle for me. But I'm just leading her on for some research. And I basically have qualities that bother her, so she's trying to purge them from me. She ends up talking to her friends about me, and the board consensus seems to believe that I say things in life that are socially unacceptable. So I have to be changed. I have too much facial hair, so that has to be taken off my face as well. I am essentially a diamond in the rough, putty to be molded by this woman. Matthew, it's more than likely that this 23-year-old Asian girl you're talking about is going to change her strategy at some point. But after 50 guys, and not a single one wanting to date her and have a relationship for the long term, she might have to change her tune and start trying to find a diamond in the rough and try to rewire his brain to accept her and everything that she says and everything that she does. This diamond in the rough strategy is an adaptive reproductive and relationship strategy that women often take after their options are gone and the fear of loneliness starts to creep into their minds. Thanks again, Matthew, for sharing your story. Now it's time to move on to the third comment. And this one I want to cover from a woman named Lilac Lace. And here it is as follows. With regards to men going their own way, after stumbling across your video, I looked up the meaning of this. And I have to say how glad I am to know that there are many men out there that take this stance, because I'm very traditional or old-fashioned. Liking past eras where men were allowed and expected to be men, and women looked up to men. It's disheartening to see most sitcoms with men as the childish idiots of the house, instead of the mentally strong protectors and leaders that they have traditionally been seen as. I was really surprised to hear that a lot of men like quiet women, because I spent my whole dating life pretending I wasn't an introvert, trying to be chatty and bubbly, filling in awkward silences with questions and random observances. I've done a lot of study into introverts and extroverts, and introverts can indeed use manipulation to get what they want, because unlike extroverts, they can have a hard time putting their feelings down in words, either because they're insecure about being rejected, or because they don't think that they can word their seemingly complex feelings well enough to be understood. This is usually because introverts live inside their heads a lot of the time, overanalyzing their feelings. They spend so much time understanding themselves, it seems like it would take a day or two to explain themselves to someone else. From what I've seen, the difference between introverts and extroverts is mostly where they get their energy from, and how they lose their energy as well. Introverts typically get their energy from ideas, theories, and creative endeavors. Time spent alone or talking about exciting and meaningful ideas and endeavors with like-minded people. Extroverts, on the other hand, get their energy from socializing, lots of small talk with anyone and everyone, having busy hands. Introverts typically lose their energy from too much small talk, and not enough quiet time to reflect, and not enough time with ideas or being pushed to act too quickly or rashly. Extroverts, on the other hand, lose their energy from too much quiet time or downtime, having to think about many details on a project, or the prolonged time it takes to act on a decision. I have so much more patience with everyone close to me now that I understand their core personality drives much better. Anyways, thanks for your comment, Lilac. Yes, there are advantages to being with an introverted woman if you're a man. You won't be nagged as much, and you will be able to have peace of mind and some quiet. But if a woman is an introvert, I find that they typically spend a lot of their time trying to manipulate men in very calculated and passive-aggressive ways. That's been my experience with introverted women anyways. 
Extroverted women, on the other hand, keep talking and talking, almost seemingly forever. Lilac, it also sounds like you're a traditional conservative woman, and I'm glad you have figured out what MGTOW is all about, and without getting upset about it. Thank you for your thought-provoking comments as well. Anyways, just a little bit of news. This is my 100th consecutive video since I started doing the Daily Dose of Red Pills. I've done so many videos in the last few months that I'm starting to lose track of what topics I've covered. But it's a big milestone nonetheless, and if I keep going at this pace, I will have almost 400 videos by the end of the year. Hopefully I can make it to the end of the year without missing a single episode. While I was in grade school, I won the perfect attendance award, so my dedication is hardcore. Anyways, thanks again to Ole for his donation, and thank you for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.